When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker-Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Hi, I want to thank you for joining me in the studio today. I'm Becky Parker-Geist, and we're going to talk today about the ways that you can pay for an audiobook to be produced. Another way of saying this is the cost basis. What are the elements that are going to play into what it costs to have it produced? Now, most of what we're going to talk about is not pertinent to author narrated projects. Although towards the end of the episode, we will talk a little bit more about that and some kinds of projects where that will pertain. Let's start with the platform that is the most commonly known, and that is ACX. So when you go to ACX, we're also going to talk the sort of the end of this segment about the distribution component that's related to this because that will limit your options. But if you want to go through ACX, you have basically three different options to choose from. And I'm going to explain those now. The first is royalty share. What that means is that whatever royalties are earned after the book is out and available for distribution, that those royalties will be evenly split between the narrator or producer, and the author. The risk here, for the narrator in particular, is that they will do a lot of work and potentially, depending on what you are actively doing with your marketing, they may get paid little or nothing. So when you hire someone who is going to work with you as a narrator or producer on a royalty share only option, Typically, you're working with either somebody who has very little experience in the industry and is willing to take on that risk, mostly to gain that experience in the industry. Or you may have a sales track record that suggests to them that this will be a worthwhile endeavor. Remember that audiobook production takes a lot of time and a lot of labor. It is a very labor-intensive process. So when you are engaging somebody in royalty share only, they are really dependent on and counting on you doing your part to market the book so that they get paid for the many hours of work that they're going to put in. The second option is called royalty share plus. 
Now, this one is better because it gives you the opportunity to keep your front-end costs low with the royalty share only option. You're not putting up any money at all. You're not taking any risk. You're asking the narrator to take on a huge risk. With the royalty share plus, you are paying something so that the narrator knows they will get something for their work, but it's typically lower. It's a base per finished hour. Then the royalty share would be in addition to that. So it's kind of giving them a guarantee that they will get something for the work that they're doing. The third option is pay for production. This option is per finished hour, so it's all going to depend on the finished length of the audio that the narrator delivers, but it is only that, and there are no royalties shared. So once the book is produced, the narrator or producer is paid, and then all royalties go to you. Okay. Now, what I want to cover in this is, in terms of the distribution piece, is that you must remember that when you go through ACX, you are significantly limiting your distribution, at least through that channel. ACX only delivers audiobooks through Audible, which is a part of Amazon, and iTunes. They list them out separately as if somehow Audible and Amazon are different from each other, but they're not. So it's a little misleading. Audible is Amazon when it comes to audiobooks. So I'm just going to cover a little bit on the other side, the distribution piece of that. When you distribute through them, they offer you two options, exclusive or non-exclusive. Exclusive is 40% non-exclusive, 25%. The question you always need to ask is, of what? They have a very convoluted formula, and they're not always transparent about what that formula actually is because they have some factor that they don't reveal. It's like their uh, proprietary factoring, although I don't see how that's quite legal, but it's the way that they operate. You must remember that if somebody gets your audiobook as a free gift for subscribing to Audible, then you will not get any money and royalties from that. They do have, if you go through ACX, they do have a bounty program where they're trying to make that difference. They're trying to get you to get them subscribers. If somebody gets your book as the first book that they order, as a freebie, and you've gone through ACX, then you can earn a bounty. For a while, they had made it only available to those who were on an exclusive contract. I just read up on it again, and I'm not seeing that exclusion, so I wanted to let you know about that. So now, the next thing we're going to look at is most other audiobook producers, narrators in the industry are working on a per-finished-hour basis. Producers such as Findaway. Okay, I mentioned Findaway because they are one of the larger producers. And so here's the thing that you need to know about per finished hour it's a risky business for you as an author. The more words there are in your book, the riskier it becomes. Short books, not so risky. 
Longer books, much more risk. And the risk that I'm talking about is how much it's actually going to cost. Almost all of the companies will use some kind of generic words per minute for their reading pace, then use your word count of your book to calculate an estimated finished length. Okay, two things on that. The first is that every book is different. And yes, there is a range that typically is somewhere between like 120 to 180 words per minute. On a long book, that difference is huge. What that means then is that if your narrator slows down a little bit, your book is going to pay them more and cost you more. And so you need to be aware that there is that risk involved. We have experienced a situation where it felt like there was a deliberate slowing down. I'm not going to call out names. It really felt like that was what was going on. The pacing was much slower than the audition pace, and it felt quite deliberate. I would say that for the most part, it would not be intentional. But there is a kind of natural settling in, and unless your book is like an action thriller or it's picking up in pace as it goes along and the energy is there and the narrator is good, then it could actually go the other direction and pick up uh, narrative pace speed. Okay, so what that overall, I'm just saying, is that the cost that is estimated typically on a per-finished hour basis is very much a loose estimate. It's not based on your book. It's based on some generic middle-of-the-road kind of book. And no actual book is that book. Your book is a unique book. And your particular writing style, the literal length of your words actually makes a difference in what the the appropriate reading pace for your text is. If you're going to work on a per-finished hour basis with a producer, just keep that in mind. Plan, budget, such that if your book is longer, you could be talking hundreds or thousands of dollars more than what you've been told is the estimate. So be alert, be aware, and also know that there are other options. Let's take a really short break and we'll come right back and we'll talk about some other cost basis options that you might want to consider. Frustrated by the royalty rates for your audiobook? Annoyed that when the digital distributors say 70%, they actually mean 70% of 50% or 80% of 70%, neither of which is an actual 70%. Wishing there was a way to cut out, or at least shrink, the middleman. Yet, you want your audiobook listeners to have a smooth and positive experience, and a direct download sale from your website won't deliver that. Pro Audio Voices hears you. Out of our commitment to our author clients, we've created Amplify, a program that provides an actual 65% royalties of the price you set that gives you access to your customers' names and emails so you can reconnect with them and keeps you in the driver's seat. Check it out at ProAudioVoices.com in the marketing menu. 
Okay, the next cost basis that we're going to talk about is based on word count. Most of the time, this can be a little tricky, basing a book or project cost on word count. Typically, it's going to have certain limitations that are in place. At Pro Audio Voices, we have uh, we work with some partners in the industry where word count is the basis for the different tiers of the cost for an audiobook. It can work, but there are also like set limitations, for example, on it only qualifies if it's a single narrator, not multiple narrators, or no music or sound effects versus, you know, having that option. So that can be a, a possible way to work with somebody. Then you will know at the front end what your actual cost is. And I think that's important. Unless you have an unlimited budget and it doesn't matter to you, then you don't have to worry about that issue. But if you are working with either a tight budget, in which case this matters a lot, or one where you just don't have a lot of extra flexibility, then these are going to be really important for you to consider. The last way in which these are typical, I always have a hesitate when I say there's only these ways. There may be other ways, such as barter. You may know great voiceover talent who does audiobooks and be able to barter fruit from your peach tree. That's a possibility. I won't exclude that. But what I will say is that these are the typical options. The last one that I want to bring up with you is the project fee based. Now, this is what we do at Pro Audio Voices primarily. And this is based on the idea that every project is unique. The per finished hour basis that we talked about earlier is really based on the idea that every project is pretty much the same. And so when we approach a project, we're looking at what is the scope of this project? It allows a lot more room for different kinds of variables. For example, you may want to have more than one voice. You may want to have a full cast production or music or sound effects. Or I mentioned earlier that I would bring this up. You may want to do an author narrated project, but you need the support of a team to help you with the parts that you're not an expert in. When you have these variables, then typically also this is going to hopefully will suggest to you that communication about your project is going to be even more important to make sure that your project is being managed consistently and well, that you know what's going on, you get updates. Having a dedicated and responsive project manager is something that we care a lot about and that we provide and it really ups the customer experience. That's one reason we're so adamant about having that kind of service that we offer. The project fees, as I mentioned, are then based on the scope of the project. And that in itself, just getting really clear on what that scope is, especially when it involves some of these additional enhancements or factors, is really helpful in providing clarity. It's clarity for you and clarity for the producer. So the, the whole process becomes smooth 
and clear. Everybody knows what's going on. And you don't have any big surprises at the end with, oh, and it turned out it was an extra three hours longer than we thought it was going to be. So that'll cost you an additional, you know, $1,200 or something along those lines. We don't want those kinds of surprises when we're working with our clients. We want you to know at the front end what it's going to cost, what the scope is, and how it's all going to work, and then keep in communication with you throughout the process. To sum up, we have as cost basis for getting your audiobook produced, typically you have royalty share, royalty share plus, or pay for production. Those are available through ACX. Again, with the footnote, ACX limits your distribution options. Other producers, typically per finished hour basis, that is most common. Sometimes there are places where you can get a word count basis, and that will be in different tiers, depending on your word count, what the cost will be. And finally, the project-based, based on your particular project with its particular needs and the scope of that project. I hope that this has been helpful if you have any questions about how this works or what kind of producer you should be working with, I'd love to hear from you. We're at proaudiovoices.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.